welcome back to this week's episode of Who Fucking Knows. If this is your first episode, good luck. If you're returning, blink twice if you need help. I know a therapist or two, just let me know. This is the podcast where we talk about all things that can go wrong in your young adult life. Although we may not be qualified on giving any type of advice, I can promise you we're still going to do it. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about all things dating, dating apps, and possibly even dick pics. I kind of like dick pics. What? What? Oh, (laughs) Gabby, you are weird. (laughs) Am I though? All right, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But aside from that, you know what's worse than dick pics? Dating. Dating is a fucking joke. Retweet. It's literally a joke. I don't understand how anyone within our age range, age, age, what is wrong with me? Age range is doing it. Unpack all that. Huh? I said, you said what's wrong with me. I said, we don't have time to unpack all that. Okay, great. Good talk. (laughs) Thanks. We could be nice on camera. I could try. I'll give it a go. Right. Okay. I can't promise anything. All right. Then fuck you both. We love you so much, Gabby. Tell us what you think about dating. So dating is definitely a joke. Um, I feel like now, especially with the pandemic, it's so hard to meet anyone. Because one, you have someone like me who does not leave their house. Or you have people who do leave their house and they all kind of just fucking suck. Like, thanks, but no thanks. If that's what the world has to offer, I don't want any of it. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like it it's become a shit show and a half and especially since like most of the dating world now is all digital yeah like how are you meeting anyone not in person it's also very weird because I feel like our parents generation still thinks it's weird to meet people online they're like you're not gonna actually go on a date with someone you never met versus us you're like you met someone in person you weirdo why would you do that like it's such a weird dynamic because I feel like even five years ago people were like you're meeting people on tinder ew now it's like I was just gonna say yeah like think about five literally five years ago you were like afraid to tell someone you met someone on tinder hinge so on and so forth but now yeah. it's you, so you all normal. met in target you all met in target every yeah. single if someone said they met in target you knew they met on a dating app <laughs> yeah, so wild um i just i feel like my chances of now meeting someone and getting married are slim to none because i don't that have- attitude well, fuck you. <laughs> I just don't have the energy to put in to meet someone online. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's like playing 20 questions every other day with new people. Yeah. Um, how's dating in Germany, Bina? Oh, it's a fucking shit show. That's my fucking, <laughs> Good. that's my favorite. Sentence. We love a global experience. <laughs> but like Tinder in Germany, it's like either for hookups or for just like having something when you're bored you just swipe and like I get tinder like twice a year swipe for a day and then delete it because I'm already annoyed it's like you match and you text them sometimes you text them first sometimes they text you and like you get along really well and then they ghost you for no reason probably because they found someone 
better or more interesting or whatever. And then there are some dudes who are just like in the first sentence, they already say like, oh my God, for example, your tits look so good. I want to fuck them. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you are out of this game now for me because like sex. Yeah. Okay. I have nothing against it. But like, if I meet someone, even like in, in the real life, they would never said the, like the first sentence will never be, Hey, let's fuck. And on dating apps like Tinder or something, they are like, like hooked up or have like friends with benefits. And it's most times the first sentence they text you. And it's like really, really weird. Like I met some dudes from Tinder a few years ago. One of them and I, we ended in a situation ship. It was awful. But like, yeah. Um, and also like the public picture of everyone like social media and stuff everyone wants to be perfect everyone has to have the same opinions if you have other opinions you're weird so everyone is acting like they are perfect even if they're not and um like to impress people to be the norm and everything and even like some girls i follow on instagram just because I followed them for a few years now. They have sugar daddies to like have this lifestyle portrayed I on Instagram. <laughs> what? Huh? What? What did you say? Nothing. Okay. Yeah, but like they are not showing them, but they are in a relationship and so happy. And like the guy is like twice the age and she is like having every fucking brand on her body she can have uh, because he's paying for everything and she looks like a barbie like she's skinny tall blonde has a fake nose fake lips fake tits fake boobs yeah <laughs> and she's like i'm so perfect i have my perfect man on my side and i'm like girl you're just like giving your body for like I, I don't know for a fact if she's really not interested in him or something but like that's just the picture I have of her Alicia what are your thoughts on dating um well dating in Vegas is strange because it's a very uh transient town so there's a lot of people coming in and out and I live so close to the strip that it feels like whenever I do get on dating apps I just match with a bunch of people who I guess want to have like weekend girlfriends or, you know, I'm here in town visiting. They want a different life or I don't know. Dating is super strange for me because I feel like you're never really meeting the person anymore. Like you're meeting a representative, like who they want to be in a relationship or who they, you know, who they think that they are inside their head of a relationship instead of who they actually are, which is really sad because you'll invest this time and energy, or at least I think it's time and energy into like texting somebody and meeting somebody and finding out who this person was. And sometimes you can even start to date them. And then you almost feel catfished the whole time because they're not ever who they said they were. It was just this representative person. And as you start to know them, it's like it it's it's a shit show <laughs> yeah I feel like that's an ongoing trend with just in general I feel like more people have 
the idea that they need to put on it like a facade in order to impress someone and you don't genuinely get to know the person you are quote unquote dating for months at a time well it's it goes back to what you were talking about with social media you know it's this portrayal that we have to be perfect we have to be physically perfect I mean I was looking at I was looking at Instagram I'll be honest I I was looking at someone's Instagram yesterday and perfect hair, perfect teeth, perfect body, perfect, 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 perfect. And I was like starting to like, look at myself as a lower self-worth. And I was like, okay, this is enough. You need to stop, like go look somewhere else, do something else. But it's like, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. And it's sad because it makes it hard to then um, genuinely date someone when I feel like we live in a time where most men can, if they're not satisfied, or just even women too, they, they're they not satisfied. They know that there's something better out there. Like onto the next, so on and so forth. Like you kind of met my expectation, so on and so forth, but like you weren't good enough. We're onto the next, which is sad. Because how do you genuinely find a connection with someone at that point? Well, or how can you, how can you want to be vulnerable? I feel like it's a double-edged sword. I think I want to say like how can even a person say you're not good enough or something like when they yeah okay they find something better but like um is it really better or is it just a different way yeah yeah new and shiny well then my my crazy thing is is that you you meet like I know a guy and I won't say his name because who knows if he'll ever listen but I know a guy who when I met him it was all about hookup it was all about fast pace and like fun and drinking and all this stuff and then the very next girl or at least I think it was the very next girl it wasn't too long after he meets this girl and all of a sudden they're in a relationship and I start to wonder like what makes that girl worthy of the relationship or of the whatever and all I was was a quote-unquote good time I feel like it doesn't have to do with what you possess or what you don't possess I think it's more or less if that person was ready like you can have everything as I say, like you and the next girl could have all the same qual- like uh, qualities, you could look the same, same personality, so on and so forth. But like, if he's not mentally ready, then that's it. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. And men are like that. They, it's either they are or they aren't, and there's no in between. But it's still a representative yeah. because they're not, produ- they're not like presenting the same person to everybody. I mean, I'm, I don't, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. I don't no, I understand the same person. Yeah, but also like in this world right now in our generation people compare other people way too much like if you're looking for someone to date you compare you compare com- is it compare it doesn't it yes. sounds weird in my head right now okay um like you compare this person to other people you dated and like compare it to like the type you have in your head and like it's not easy and then I see like for example my grandparents who are married for like 50 years now and they're like they met in a bar and he asked her for a dance and since then they are together they got married really early when they were 21 or something 
because she would so yeah cute. and now they are still together they are still really like really happy i don't know if they are not because they don't tell us but i guess like sometimes they fight <laughs> but like this is the generation if it if something's wrong if something's wrong oh my god you know what i mean um they try to make it work they don't throw it into the trash bin like our generation does because nowadays if something doesn't work out they don't fight for it they just like okay yeah i don't like that drama i'm just i'm just gonna search for another one like for a new one i feel like most people don't even get that far most people don't get past the first date like people who are genuinely dating and actively looking for someone a lot of the a lot of the time don't get past that first date and I feel like it's because a lot of people have really high expectations for that first date I think so too yeah but first dates are always awkward and shitty like you you meet someone like you meet a stranger you talk for them to them for first time you can't have like this high in my opinion you can't have this high expectations on a first date because you're meeting a person you don't know. Like, how can you have expectations? Does anyone else feel like they're going on a job interview when they go on a first date? Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I also feel like um, a lot of the times, and especially now with social media, you're getting to know the person prior to that first date. That first date is like, let's officially hang out. You've made it past this point, this point, this point, this point. Now I can kind of agree to meet you in person. Okay, so let me let me ask, at what point do you agree to meet in person? Are you one of those people that, like, you have to have their social media, you have to talk for a week, and then you decide to go on a first date? Or are you the kind of person, that, like, there's sometimes where, like, I'll match with somebody, and they'll be like, let's go get coffee. And I'll go get coffee with them right away. Yeah, I personally, uh, I'm a person, I don't like to text that much. And I don't ask for social media or something because I want to get the, to know the person, like, because he wants to tell me the things. Like, <clears throat> I don't want to find it on the internet. And then like, when he tell me, yeah, for example, I play soccer and I say, oh yeah, I saw the picture. Like, I googled you. <laughs> yeah, this is like, for me personally, I don't like this weekly texting and then meeting up maybe. See, I'm the opposite. I like to get to know someone a little bit to where I feel comfortable going out. Because like when my my type of first date is I'm not we're not going to dinner. I won't do that. I don't like public settings, especially when I'm trying to get to know someone. I would prefer just to go like, let's get coffee and let's go sit at the beach or let's go sit by down like down by the water. I don't want to be put in a public setting where I feel like I have to then hold myself to a certain standard and then on top of that let my guard down enough to get to know someone no I'm like my first or my go-to first date is like going for a walk in the city or something like maybe if you can get like a coffee to go and then walk around if it's nice weather if not then it's um yeah I don't know but like you can talk to them about like everything and if like something happens in front of you you can also talk about that like making joke if, jokes if you saw something funny or something like that or if you see it for example 
when I see a dog, I'm like, oh my God, this dog is so cute. And if they're like, mm, nah, I don't like dogs, he's out for me. For example. Snaps, yes. I don't like dogs. I don't like dog people either. Yeah, I know you hate me. I know it. Well, I guess we're never going to be friends. Goodbye. <laughs> Sayonara, bitches. I hang up the call right now. Let's go. Bye, Gabby. Good luck on the rest of this podcast. By oh, myself. By yourself. I'll thrive. <laughs> Talking to yourself. In all honesty, Vegas is one of the highest places for human trafficking. And um, dating apps, most people don't think about it, but dating apps are a really easy way to be able to, like, I mean, it's really simple to be able to lure people and stuff. So, um, Alicia, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I have a question. Human yeah. traffic is like, in my head kidnapping okay because in my head it was like you're walking around and a car hits you because no 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 no, no. traffic it, and stuff okay it's like where they they'll they'll kidnap you and then okay. they'll either stop laughing Paulina she said I thought it's when a car hits you <laughs> yeah I'm sorry language boundaries human trafficking is when the car hits the human <laughs> No, yeah, but like you said, human trafficking. I when I think about traffic, I think about cars on a street. No, it, it's just moving. That's that's what it is. Moving a person from one place to another. But human trafficking okay. is, is it's like kidnapping. We'll give it okay. to you, Bina. It's not your I'm first sorry. language. I understand it completely. So I have a question. I guess it, it's completely off topic, but what do you think about um I guess I would say social, not social norms, but uh, I don't even want to call it chivalry because it's it shouldn't be anybody's duty to pay for anybody else. But what do you think about who should pay for first date paying? Because I personally, I I think I think that we're vetting each other. Just like I'm vetting him just as much as he's vetting me. Like literally I could walk out at any point in time. And one of the big things that I do in order to make sure that I don't feel, because I always feel guilty for a bunch of shit that I shouldn't feel guilty for. But in order to not feel guilty, I pay for my way the first time, no matter what. Like I literally, I go Dutch. Like we go half. I don't think you can even say that word anymore, but I go half on the date. Um, And then this way we can both walk out at any point in time. Like we have an automatic out. I, I, I'll let the guy pay, but like, you don't let them pay. You don't let them thinking like it's a mind game. You have to let him think. Don't give away secrets. You're like, you're like, listen, you got to make him think you're going to pay, but never actually pull out. If it comes down to it, they want me to pay. I'll pay. But, um, more or less, like, I feel like a lot of the times this goes with the kind of guys I like to date. Um, I like like the 1950s like roles where like the guy is the provider so like I feel like if I were to then pay it kind of like insults them does that make sense it makes sense a, yeah. a lot of guys feel really emasculated if yeah you that's what I was looking pay. for yeah especially oh, on the first date yeah snip snip them balls I pay I pay on the first date because like I want to be able to leave that or you offer the tip if you're not going to pay, you offer the tip or you offer to buy dessert. Like, let's go get dessert here. Let's go get coffee. Like, I'll pay for coffee. 
if I'm going out to dinner, I'm going to like one of the local places over here that like costs no more than like 30 bucks for the two of us to eat. I don't like going out out. I want to be able to show up in leggings and a sweatshirt and feel comfortable. I The thought of having to get dressed up to go out just fucking gives me anxiety. Yeah, so I like both like just casual dating, but also like dressing up sometimes. But I'm also like if I go on a date, I always pay for myself at the first date after that we can discuss it like you do the second one uh i will do the third one or whatever but like the first date in germany i don't know if it's in germany like that but like if you let the guy pay they like feel that you owe them something and like if you they okay so for example i had a date yeah so i had like dates with two guys the first one he paid and then after like at the when we were like on the way to the uh, public transport station he was like so are we going um to my place or your place and I was like uh neither and he was like but I paid for dinner and I was like okay here have your money back and the other guy, like, I paid for myself, and he paid for himself, and he didn't ask that question. Maybe it's because those are we're different guys, but, like, since then, I pay for myself on the first date. So I don't have to feel like I owe Dina, drop the first guy's address. I want to fight right now. I just want to, I just want to talk. I got you. FBI. <laughs> I got you. Give me an hour. They're a personal FBI agent. I understand that completely, Bina. Actually, that's why I, that's exactly why I pay. It's just the whole idea of like, I'm not going to feel like I owe you anything or that, you know, you are owed this. That, I guess that goes into like, when we talk about sex, we should talk about that because I have like questions about that one too. Like how far? It's insane. Guys are, guys are insane, by the way. You want to know why girls are single? Because of you, gentlemen. Because of you. Not all of them, though, because some guys are really, really nice. But now I want to hear Paulina's thoughts about who has to pay because she didn't say anything about that. My opinion is not original, but I stick by it. I heard a stand-up comedian do this, and I was like, bitch, I agree with everything you're saying. I know you're trying to be funny, but this is 100% accurate. Her main point was the pay gap is a very real thing therefore he can fucking afford to pay for dinner with that being said what i put into getting ready for a date and existing as a woman is probably a lot more than him taking a sniff test on his armpits and maybe putting in a little bit of gel into his hair i got my nails done i get my hair done just the haircut alone you pay the same $15 for your haircut. Meanwhile, a woman's haircut can be like $150. Don't talk to me about me needing to pay for dinner. The dinner is the cheapest thing there. And also, but in general, this is for like heteronormative relationships. I think for most relationships, I would just say whoever did the asking should pay. And if people aren't comfortable with that, they can split the bill. Hey, but I have a question. Yeah, I have a question. How is it when you're dating a girl? But that's why I said in a heteronormative situation. But then I think if when my girlfriend asked me out to dinner, she like 
with the bill off the table. She's like, I asked you out. But I feel like that falls under that category where it's like, if they ask you out, they are, they are offering at that point then to pay. I, I think, I think that's what I feel like for the first, maybe three, three, maybe dates. If they're the one asking, whoever's asking should be the one paying. And then after that, you can split the bill. You can do the, you know, let me do the tip. Let me do dessert. Let me do drinks thing. But I think at that point, if they're the one asking you, regardless if you're the one asking them or they are asking you, you should pay the bill. Or there, or you can have my girlfriend who will literally fight me for the bill every time and we've been dating for six months. So where do we find ourselves one of those? Not a girlfriend, maybe, maybe in a male form. Um, I, I was going to say start dating. No. So wait, question. You'll, I like dick. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. At what point, because you said, you know, three dates and four dates. And at what point do you start or do you look at like, okay, now this is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. Like, where do we, where do you guys find? I don't think it's a number of dates. I'm going to say, where do you guys find defining the relationship? Do you think it's an, do you think it's a time thing or do you think it's an emotional thing? Do you think it's a. I don't know. Like, how do we? Here's how I've always thought of it. This is a thing I think that people always suck at in terms of defining relationships is they don't communicate at all about it. And then they just hold their breath and hope the other person's thinking the same thing where literally all you have to do is don't make a big deal out of it. Just say, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I'm not seeing anybody else. I'm really interested in you. This doesn't have to go beyond this but I just wanted to let you know that I'm not seeing other people people make this huge deal out of having that conversation when it's so easy to do it and then I think when you don't have that conversation and I'm not even talking about like hey let's be girlfriend and boyfriend and exclusive it's just saying hey I'm not seeing anybody else I'm really interested in you I think that's the first conversation you need to have and it doesn't need to be anything serious and then from there you can figure out like hey, this is what I'm looking for. Are we on the same page? Oh, see, and I I think that it should be the opposite. I think that you and that person should know, like, before you start some sort of situationship that then has to be defined, you should probably know where the other person sits and where you sit. Because if the other person's looking for something casual and you're looking for a relationship, then you're never going to get what you want. So, like... There should be some sort of conversation as to what the other person wants and is looking for. I feel like you could definitely preface this prior to meeting. I feel like also, and like we said, most of your dating or most of dating nowadays is digital. So I think you can get the cue where like, if you meet someone on Tinder, he's not probably going to be your boyfriend. He's kind of looking for a hookup because like there's specific dating apps for certain things. So I feel like you kind of know that, but at the I'm same- like, Even look at Bumble. Sorry. No, you're fine. Look at Bumble. It tells you like, you can put exactly what you're looking for. But 90% of the time, people fucking lie. They'll put, I'm looking for a relationship. But then two sentences in, they're like, your boobs look nice. They do it. So like, for example, guys do that. So girls swipe um, them, right? Is it even right on Bumble? I don't know but like match with them because they're like, oh, he's looking for a relationship as well. To talking to someone, you can kind of gauge it out when is the right time to then ask what we are. So like with my last relationship, I had already met his family. I had 
been hanging out with him almost every other day for like three or four weeks. And then we finally had a conversation where we were like, okay, like, where do you see us? I kind of see us as dating at this point. What is your, what are your thoughts? And I also feel like we're no longer at the age where you're like, will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my boyfriend? Like, I feel like that's so juvenile. So, well, I'm, I think saying, are we dating? That implies we're girlfriend and boyfriend. Also, I feel like a lot of guys, even dating at like in the past couple of years when I, well, I guess two, three years ago, pre pandemic when I was dating, um, if you ask a guy, what are we? That is like alarms start going off in his head. You literally, like, you, you need to so easily or not so easily you need to so carefully word what you're asking because the minute they hear that question they shut down they're like well what do you mean I don't know what do you mean wait literally I've had that experience so many times I've dated guys who were like five years older than me and they still had the same reaction I'm like is this just something that I'm gonna have to deal with for the rest of my life meanwhile when I was dating my girlfriend she was like are we exclusive can we be exclusive I'd be like, yeah. And then later on in text messages, she's like, can we have it in writing that we're exclusive? I said, yeah, bitch, we're good. (laughs) Can we have it in writing? Oh my God. Can you imagine the emotional trauma she must feel in order to need to have that in writing? Like, nah, man, I've gaslighted so many times. The poor girl. I never said anything. Yeah. Can we have this in writing? Oh my God. I love it. Get out of contract. I, I, it's not my yeah. It's not my place to share the experiences she's been through. But if you would have known the dating experiences she had, I would be like, oh, sweetie, I'll write you a contract if you need. Like that's how I'm starting been. to think about asking for a freaking deposit. Oh, are you Christian Grey okay. now? <laughs> like an apartment. <laughs> like, hey, can you put a deposit into this relationship because I am not even trying to do anything unless you're willing to invest something into this emotional trauma literally so I was dating this guy in 2018 we had started oh dating I use that term loosely we had started talking in March April by June we were hanging out multiple times a week I knew his whole family it wasn't like I was over there all the time by June I messaged him or I texted him because I was kind of fed up with the whole situation and I was like hi what are like what do you want out of this and he goes, I don't know. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so my answer back, and I, it took me like four months after that to speak to him again. I was like, you let me know when you know. And that was the end of the conversation. And we didn't speak for another wow. four months. But that literally is a situation ship. He was so, I don't even know what to explain it. He just, he was stupid. Men are stupid. We were yes. talking from March to June and I go hi just wanted to know like where you see this going like I wasn't asking if we were getting married tomorrow I was wondering if like we're now exclusive like is this a you and me thing that was all I was asking and he was like I don't know I was like oh my Gabby did we date the same guy I swear it was in the same timeline the same thing happened I'm not even kidding maybe you guys understand though like guys do that because they're given permission by like the majority of women who allow this to like continue well because they think oh he'll change his mind i'll get him to change x y and z and then he'll see that he's ready for a relationship but like we hadn't even spoken about it gabby i had the same thing happen 
Yeah. No. We, I went to his family barbecue. Literally everything. Wild. I met his mom, his brother, most of his brothers. I met like great aunts and little like cousins. I went through to like outings with his brothers for like bro night or days. All the time. All the time. I went golfing with his Maybe brothers. because we're dating the, the same time. person. <laughs> oh my God. And then actually like beginning of July it wasn't June beginning of July and I was like I just want to know like where this is going and he goes oh I thought he knew that this is just like a summer thing because you're going back to school oh and I was like my god I would have thrown fists one of those- did you ask in person was this over text sobbing we were over- we were like on the phone because I was like I kind of want to talk to you about something and he's like well I'm gonna be busy because like it was fourth of July so he was doing a bunch of shit with his family and he was like gonna visit one of his brothers I think uh but yeah but my thing was like I had a panic attack my family was all gone one of my best friends her car was in the shop another one was like out of town so like I couldn't call anybody that I normally would um and I was like well he's here but I was like I don't know what we are for me to be able to ask him if he would like come over and help me and then I asked him I was like I this moment happened and I didn't know like where we stand for me to be able to call you and he goes yeah I thought you knew that this is just for fun I would never do long distance I was like you spoke to me while I was at school from March until June I would have fought the man fought him I was so what's his address and like this man oh I can give it to you Uh, this man I don't even need you to (laughs) opened my doors for me paid for dinner all the time like if we went out to get drinks went and got drinks for me and then, like, after that happened, we still hung out. But he was, like, like, I was his wing woman. And I was, like, what is happening right now? Yeah, I was, like, and this is the guy that I think I was, like, one of the first relationships where I was, like, properly developing feelings in, like, a healthy way. And then he was, like, no, we're just dating for fun during the summer. And I was, like, bro, what? That's wild. Yeah, so I think we dated the same person. I had one of those where I thought that I was, how did you say, developing feelings in the way, like the healthy way that you're supposed to. And then we ended up getting pregnant and an abortion. So love that. Oh my God. (laughs) He wasn't ready. I was like, wait, so you were ready to like do all the stuff as a relationship, but you weren't ready for the consequences of what a relationship was. He even said, I remember one time he said, I'm not going to move in with you. Mind you, this dude would come to my house all the freaking time. He would be here when I got home from work. Like, that's how ridiculous it got. But he literally said, he goes, I don't want to move in with you because it's cheaper where I live. I was like, but you sleep in my bed every night. You eat my food every day. You literally are here when I get off of work. No, I don't want to, I don't want to live with you because, uh, my place is cheaper. I just thought of something and I guess it's just cause it's been so long. I was seeing this guy, seeing this guy. I literally would cater to this man. Why is beyond me. I'm, I know my worth now, so therefore I won't, but I was seeing this guy in like 2015. It came down to where we were like, essentially my dad had an apartment. He got sick. We still had the apartment because he was no longer living in it but I kind of didn't want to let it go to um let it go to waste so he was sleeping there 
every night with me. He had met my family. He met my dad in the hospital. He was sick, so on and so forth. And he turned around one day and was like, oh, I'm talking to someone. I was like, we literally live almost practically live together. I cook you dinner. I bring it to work. Like, I'm sorry, what? I was livid. My heart was broken too because I was like in love with this man. And he had shattered me. And guess what? I have connections. Where does he live? I I know people. I can make him disappear, make it look like an accident. It's okay. We're friends now. We've, we're past it, so on and so forth. Pardon? No, I, <laughs> no, I mean, we're not friends now. We were friends for a little while because I value, like, I just valued our friendship and our relationship. And I, like, was able to put my feelings aside to be his friend. But, yeah, moral of the story, he was a piece of shit. I got treated, like, absolute shit like literally we were practically living together he was sleeping with me every night at this apartment that's horrible so the moral of the story is men are trash literally date a lesbian i also have a really great story yes let's hear it bina hey so i was friends with this guy like i considered him as my best friend at this point and then like I broke up with my ex-boyfriend toxic relationship blah 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 and gonna call him Prince Charming because he was really charming so Prince Charming was there for me when I broke up with my ex he comforted me for weeks for months and then like when I was like ready for something we like hooked up we kissed we made out I slept at his house I met his parents because he was still living with his parents that was probably because we were minus so I was there almost every day after school I had breakfast together with his parents I helped his mom in the kitchen like everything and like I met all his friends like I know all his friends his best friends and stuff everything but then at one point there was this girl and I was like okay who is that and no one really answered that question and then I found out that it's his new girlfriend. While you were still around? Wait, it's getting... You were still hanging out? Yeah. Yeah, and it's getting better because, Gabby, you you know the story, kind of. You know the ending. Um, so I was like, okay, well, go fuck yourself. Have fun with your new girlfriend, blah, blah. And he, like, tried to call me multiple times a day, apologized told me he loved me he wanted to be with me he if I want to he could break up with her and I was like if you want to break up with her break up with her but don't do it for me well that's eight years it was eight years ago they are still together they are kind of my neighbors I see them every Wait, day can you tell them about how you but... found out about the girlfriend <laughs> okay so I was in the grocery store one day and I saw him with her. So they were like in the pasta area and I just needed some fucking pesto. So I went there and they were like standing in front of the pesto. I ignored him. I ignored her. They were like, well, which should we use? Which, which should we buy? Blah, blah, blah. I put like the pesto back into the shelf that I wanted. So I picked it and went to the cashier. As a cashier, it was just one. One was open, only one. And in front of me were his parents. His parents were at the grocery store? Yeah. Oh, my Just wait God. for it, Malisha. Just wait for it. So a few seconds later, like they asked me how I am, what I'm doing, blah, blah. A few seconds later, Prince Charming and his fucking Cinderella came because 
they paid all together and she was like oh how do you know each other is it a friend from school and his dad looked her dad in the eyes and said well that's his ex-girlfriend they were together when you were abroad because she studied no she didn't study she made like an au pair in australia and she looked at all of us he looked like we were all looking at each other and she just said like we didn't broke up when i went to australia her and i found out in the very same second in a fucking grocery store and every person around us everyone was just just quiet i would have loved to be a cashier just to witness that whole thing so to quote polina's favorite artist i've never heard silence cry so loud literally did i quote it right Nina, I'm so proud of you. Who is that? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, I mean, she's not my favorite, but she's up there. Shut up. Don't say anything. You already have a strike against you. I'm leaving the fucking dogs. podcast. Good. Goodbye. It wasn't even only the cashier. Like, there were people standing in front of us. There were people standing up, like, in the line after us. And, like, I live in a fucking town. Everyone knows everyone. So this is a story which I have to talk about even, like, eight years later sometimes. Yeah, because it's fucking yeah. wild. I love that she processed, processed out loud the timeline because she could very well have just been like, oh, very nice, and then gone back home and, like, lost her goddamn say, mind. She could have kept that a private fight, but instead she said, let me drop this to the whole grocery store. She figured out the timeline in real time. She's like, wait a fucking minute. The math doesn't math. (laughs) Yeah, but they are still together. They live together. I know for a fact because, like, the parents of Prince Charming's best friend, like, the dad is, like, best friends with my dad. So I know what's going on in the relationship of them like Prince Charming into Cinderella. Like, I know Cinderella... Is married? No, Cinderella wants to get married and Cinderella wants to have kids, but Prince Charming isn't, right, like, ready for it. So he pushes it back and back and back. And she's like, oh, look at that ring. Oh, look at that. Look how cute those babies are. And stuff like that. So, yeah, I know how happy they are in the relationship i see them almost fucking every day and she still looks at me like she wants to call me i mean i understand i was the other girl but i didn't know so it's safe to say that you are not on speaking terms with him oh no at all. <laughs> he tried like a couple of days ago he tried to days. contact me days ago like this is recent what no a couple of years ago oh years ago Oh, it sounded like you said. No, 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 sorry. I said, I meant years. Maybe I said days. I don't know. But I meant years. He like tried to contact me, but I blocked him. And now he's like almost my neighbor. And it's really, really awkward. But yeah, personally with my experiences, I'm not friends with any ex or with every guy I hooked up with or something. See, I'm like completely the opposite. I have no problem being friends with exes. I feel like you're more of an adult if you are capable of being friends with an ex. Like, depends on how it ended well 100 percent. like if someone treated you like shit like my one my first boyfriend he cheated on me left and right and i kind of knew about it but i didn't know about it because like we were dating long distance at that time um i haven't spoken to him i think i hung out with him once after we broke up and that was it and like he has the nerve to try to be mad at me meanwhile he's the one who's a piece of shit but okay sure be mad at me that's fine i'm still friends with my almost baby daddy 
Well, there you go. I feel like, yeah, exactly that. It, it depends on the situation. Depends on the person. I guess it goes back to that whole, like, I'm really big about time and energy. For me, it's like, it's really hard for me to understand how we can just like let go of somebody who meant so much to us. I I understand like if it ends badly, then yeah, okay, maybe not. But like, how can you be in a relationship with someone and have it end and not want to be their friend if nothing bad happened? Yeah, exactly. That. How do you, if you cared about that person in that moment, nothing changes. It's just a dynamic. Yeah, the only thing that changes is that you guys are no longer together, but that doesn't mean that those feelings toward that person are no longer there. Like, they're still there. They're still very much present. And, like, if you're trying to deny yourself that, you're just going to cause yourself more pain than anything else. It's going to take longer for you. Well, I'm not, to I'm not saying that those feelings still have to be there because, like, me and me and almost baby daddy are not going to get back together. Like, there will not be a second chance or anything. But I, I understand what you're talking about by in that friendship aspect. Like, my feeling, my friendship feelings for you shouldn't change. Yeah, like, you, not feelings and like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, but like, oh my god, I care about you. If something happened to you tomorrow, I'd be devastated. Like, you mean something to me. Your life matters to me. Suggest people take a break. Like, take a break from one another, take some space for yourself and for, you know, whatever, and then come back together if you really want to try the friendship thing. But what were you going to say, Bina? Um, for me, like, my first ex-boyfriend, like, he cheated on me multiple times with his ex-girlfriends, with my best friend, and stuff like that. And it was really a toxic relationship because he, like, gaslighted me a lot. I didn't notice at this point, but, like, at some point we broke up and I was, like, I felt really relieved and a few like I guess a month later or something he reached out to me and said like hey I just watched that movie because you talked about it like you wanted to see it or we wanted to see it together and like I just watched it and I I thought of you and I wanted to check in and I was like okay cool yeah I'm fine how are you blah blah small talk but after that we never talked again my best friend who didn't know at this like my ex-best friend now but like at this point she didn't know that I knew that he slept with her and yeah I wait I just waited for her to tell me but she didn't so I talked like I asked her once and she was like that never happened what are you talking about and like we are not talking at all anymore and like every other guy it was just situationships one blocked me without a reason like I don't know the reason um another guy we dated for couple of months and after we had sex he ghosted me so I'm not really like all the guys I dated I don't have like I'm not in touch with them anymore like I would love to be like friends with people I cared about in the past but like not these guys yeah no pieces of shit don't deserve second chances I don't know it goes back I think it just goes back to this whole thing of like dating is just so weird like there's so many weird things about dating and then with like everything being like we talked about virtual or at least more virtual than in person it's just like it feels like dating is just this weird thing of like random dick pics and toxic gaslighting and good morning text messages that you're always questioning if some other girl got like I have a little surprise for you friends Okay. You all look very... Did you get us all sugar daddy? Uh, it's the surprise that we're posting the first episode next week. I wish it was sugar daddies. 
if we could find if if anyone's out there and they're listening and they have like kind of attractive uncle that's single he's not gross ugly as fuck and as long as you don't want to touch me we're good bro see i feel like i feel like this is where sugar daddy has to be like its own episode because i don't understand the whole i'm gonna get paid by you but you're not going to touch me i feel like this is a quid yeah. pro quo type thing like you have to do something in order to receive I something sugar i want uncle. to know what the surprise is oh i'm sorry let's get back to that we have a question from the viewers the non-existent what? yet. So, yep. Hold on. Please hold. Somebody sent you an email? Oh, no, I reached out to someone and they gave me a question. Oh. So, Who's this someone? our friend... I'm going to tell you if you shut up. Christ, the two of you. Okay. Our friend Kelly wants to know, how do you meet people when you're shy? And then, how do you find confidence in meeting new people? I'm just going to say alcohol. No. No, no, that's not logical. Once people are the worst, don't do it. It's that's a trap. That's a real thing, though. It will get you. Yeah, are we uh, talking about that now on the next episode? We can answer it now. It doesn't have to be that in depth. I think, I think honestly, I think honestly, for, for real, meeting new people when you're shy is all about pushing your comfort zone and stop living in this mentality of, I'm shy and start looking at your shyness as like, cause I don't, I, I always say this to people, emotions show up the same way in your brain, like chemical wise, it shows up the same. So anxious and excited show up the exact same way in a brain scan. It's the equivalent or the importance that you yourself are giving to something so when you say you're shy you can take i'm shy and turn it into you know i'm excited to meet new people or i'm gonna do this one thing to step out of my comfort zone today and like just keep building on that i think the other thing yeah take it slow and i think the other thing is stop thinking of it as like a dating thing like go out and find an activity that you actually like to do and make friends and the more like, quote unquote, friends that you have, the happier you are, the more that energy gets exerted to other people and like starts to attract other people. And if you're doing something you enjoy doing, you're going to come off more confident and you're mm-hmm. more likely to meet someone that you're going to have a genuine connection. With. Yeah, I agree. But I, was, I also think that this question, like for me personally, this question is really hard to answer because like I'm the opposite when with dating men because like I'm too much instead of being shy and holding back so for me personally it's really hard to answer the question because I don't know what to say I'm the other way around yeah I feel like I'm the same I just say whatever comes to my mind and whatever happens happens yeah um but I think what Malisha said was right that you one have to find something you enjoy doing and you'll meet people and then from there you can form a connection you don't have to have the idea of like okay I'm gonna log on today and I'm gonna find a boyfriend or I'm giving myself this much time to find a boyfriend you're more likely to find a happier relationship if you let it come naturally yeah like you can't force yourself or other people into a relationship like you have to go with the flow I think it's also when you put that pressure on yourself that's when you start to feel this like I'm not good enough or I compare myself to everybody else it's like I think that's when you start to feel the pressure 
of yeah. actually trying to go out and make friends and meet people. I also agree. Polina, do you have anything to add? No, I feel like you guys totally covered it. Yeah. Don't force it. Find something that you like. And I think the second, whether it's literally like sign up for improv classes or whatever, if you find something, you automatically, whoever you meet there, know you share at least one interest together already. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, get drunk. No. No, don't listen to her. We don't get don't drunk to today, her. guys. I'm just saying get drunk to meet people, period. Go to a bar. It's always a good time. Go to a dance club. Go somewhere. Yeah, but if you want to, like, go on a date, you're not getting drunk before the date. I didn't know, I didn't know we were actually talking about, like, meeting somebody like that. I just thought that it was, like, meeting people in general. No, no, no. Meeting, a, like, dating meeting. Oh, yeah, no, don't drink when you, I, I don't actually, I won't drink with someone until, like, the third or fourth date, um, only because I feel like alcohol is another representative. Yeah, people act differently with alcohol, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, we're such a tease. We mentioned, I did not like how I said mentioned, let me try that again. <laughs> I know, I know, we're such a tease. We me- Why can't I say mention? Mention, 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 mention. Gabby, you can't use any of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I know, I know, we're such a tease. We mentioned dick pics and didn't deliver. I know like how men promise us things and don't deliver. So I suppose we were channeling our inner men. Don't worry, we will eventually let you finish with a part two. So be on the lookout in the coming weeks for that. In the meantime, thank you for joining us and join us here next week when we will be talking on the daunting topic of beauty standards. Don't worry, your bud does look good. Gabby, no! Gabby, no! <laughs> I already know where this is gonna go. <laughs> Mention. I'm gonna. I'm just not gonna do outros and intros anymore. Someone else is gonna have to take over. We, we bullied Polina into doing it. <laughs> Thank you. Mentioned.